Suns in four. (laughs) Suns in four, baby. I just learned that. Suns in four. Yeah, what does that mean? It means they're going to win the entire thing in four games (laughs) because it's best four out of seven. I'm a sports expert. What? Uh, Shut the fuck up. I learned it today. The word expert or... Hi, I'm Susie. And I'm Randall. And this is Before the Hangover. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Before the Hangover, the podcast where Susie and I talk about our crazy lives during these crazy times, all while enjoying a drink. Uh, Susie, what are we drinking today? Today, we are drinking the screwdriver. Oh, (laughs) why do they call it that? Oh, I'll go into it. Oh. But, uh, but this drink is recommended by Nils or or Niles Paulet. He's from Belgium. Oh, um, sorry, I don't know how to pronounce your name. Um, but this drink is basically just orange juice and vodka. I wanted to be fancy, and I put some orange bitters in there. So you also did freshly squeezed orange juice. I did. I was in there manhandling some oranges just mm-hmm. for this drink. Or woman handling. Twenty twenty one. True. Um, okay, so do you want to know why they call this? The screwdriver? The screwdriver? Yeah. There's a bunch of different ideas of why it's called this, and it started in the 1940s. But the most interesting one is apparently in there was, like, American oil workers in the Persian Gulf in, like, the mid-20th century. And after their long hours of being of hard labor, they mixed orange juice and vodka, and they would use a screwdriver to mix it because that's, like, all they had. A rusty screwdriver. Yeah. Hopefully it didn't have, like, oil on it but it's so lucky that that they used a screwdriver because like what if they used like their ring finger or or their or their dicks then it would just be called the dick drink <laughs> like I know, it just yeah. it was whatever they were stirring with what if they would have used a pogo stick like, right that's what we'd be calling this this a pogo stick that i that is interesting why they didn't use their finger hmm, like why, would, why would they pick up the, yeah that's how much dirtier their fingers were actually probably yeah, back in the day before they had soap. Just oil underneath their fingernails. and. How can you not wash about. your hands but you have access to orange juice? <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's a, a more... And it's also like you have vodka right there too, which is like my least favorite liquor. It's just like use your hand to like clean. Well, vo- use the vodka to clean your hands. Ah, yes. You know what I mean? But that's and a waste of vodka. Yeah, f- fuck it. Nobody uses... <laughs> you ever use vodka to clean your hands to drink more vodka? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Anyways, cheers, cheers. to before the hangover. This mm. is a good drink. I feel like I like it to drink when you're hungover. <laughs> I was so hungover this morning. You should have had one of these. I feel I like should've. this would have just been a nice pick me up. I always like viewed the screwdriver as like the poor man's mimosa because oh. it's kind of what it is, like orange juice and a type of alcohol. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. if you're bougie, you get a mimosa. Yeah. And then if you're poor, it's like, ah, you grab your bottle, smear it off in some orange juice, and you and mix it. And your dirty, dirty, dirty hands. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I do I do like it, though, even though yeah. I, I hate vodka. Oh, it would have been that. so much cool if they would have called it the Dirty Finger. <laughs> that would have been a way better name. The Pinky Stinky. Uh, what? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Worked hard hours. They didn't finger pop each other's assholes. <laughs> Maybe they did. I don't know. You're right. We don't know and we don't judge. But what we do do is a little segment called Would You, you Rather. rather. Uh, this is a segment that we have been doing every single week, but this time we changed it up 
a little bit, right? Right. So this one we wanted to do live. So basically we posted all of our Would You Rather polls onto our Instagram and we are now getting the results, but we haven't seen them yet. So we're going to vote and then we're going to go to our Instagram and see what you yeah. guys picked. Yeah. Instead of waiting a whole week. Right. To, to get our results. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to see it. We're fuck it. We'll do it live. Uh, <laughs> we're, that's what we're going to do. Um, so are you ready for this? Do you um, want me to ask the first question? Yeah. You, you're going to have to ask all of them, I think. Bridge the gap training or just Pat wants to know, would you rather be in a relationship with someone who is a convicted felon or someone who has had several STDs in the past? So would you rather convicted felon or several STDs or in the several past? STDs in the past? Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. One, two, three, One. two. What? One. I, I looked up convicted felon for this, mm-hmm. and it's like jail time for over a year mm-hmm. to be considered. So it's not like, oh, they got a DUI I'm gonna, and they spent 24 hours in jail. It's oh. like... I'm going to tell you right now, the same reason that you have for your STD choice are my same reasons. Why? You've been to jail? I'm no, no, no. I actually haven't had STDs. No, I no the, the true, the, the reason that you have for your... Because I already know that you were going to pick this one. I know you did, and I know we're going to disagree on the other no, one, too. No, no. But the, you... The same reasons for the convicted felon. Well, now, I was why? gonna say I yeah. know because I'm gonna say STDs. Are, some of them are curable. Yeah. It doesn't say which ones. That's what I was gonna say. Right. Okay. But it's not what that big of a deal, right? Yeah. Why? Because it's just <laughs> a human being who made a mistake. Yeah. And that's the same thing for the convicted felon. Yeah, but the convicted felon was in jail for over a year. Right. And you don't know what that is, but in STD, it's like okay, this person had chlamydia three times that they. They got fixed. All right. If we're going to pick the best case scenarios, then my person was innocently put in jail and was a convicted felon. Okay, fine. But innocently. Fine. Do you want to see what people think? I know what people think. So it was 73-27. People would rather be in a relationship with someone who is a convicted felon. Wait. So I won. Yeah, you won. Fuck yeah. Wait, that's actually crazy. That's actually insane. Think about this. Think about this. Oh, I didn't get shot glasses. You have a convicted felon. Nobody's gonna fuck with you or your boo. You know what I mean? Nobody's gonna f- mess with you or <laughs> your boo. I guess. I want a girl or a man, but I want a girl who's going to just, you know, fight for me because yeah. I can't do it. I freeze. Yeah, that's true. So you if I have a convicted have felon, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm that like, don't mess with her. Isn't that big of a deal? It's not like the person has like AIDS. Right. And even if they did. Right, but also if they've just murdered two people, that's not that big of a deal. Yeah, you're like, now they can at least murder someone for me. Exactly. Wow, I cannot believe it was 73 people said. All right, so you have to take a shot because you judge felons. I don't. How about you just take that shot? All right, next one. What is the next one? Joe wants to know, would you rather marry the love of your life, perfect in every way, except the sex is awful, or never be able to have a relationship longer than the than a week, but the sex is great. He said, damn near the best sex you've had every single time. All right, I'm ready. Okay. One, one two, two, three, three two. One. What? Like you even care about sex. I d- uh, well, maybe. <laughs> you've talked about this multiple times on the podcast. Well, no, no, no. You are full of exactly. shit. Exactly. I don't, I don't like it. So imagine if I started liking it. I'm already not liking it. So why would I marry someone and be committed to them when in this option, I can do what I'm doing, but enjoy it? 
That's called heaven. I don't know. I think it would be better to have like the best, most perfect partner for you. Except for, for when you want to express that love through physical contact and it's just sloppy, sloppy drool all over <laughs> yourself. And then, and then when you need that, because everybody needs a little sex, you have to picture someone else and then that guilt all the time, just like Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa, Jason, <laughs> you know, while someone's, yeah. I, I would rather just, because also, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to cheat on the love of my life. For sure. I don't want to cheat on Well, yeah, but I feel like you could get better at sex. It's about communication. No, the the thing is, they <laughs> never get better. I know. It is just the worst. I know. Well, guess what? I just will learn to not like sex as much. Well, I don't know. We that do strange things for love. That we one do. is hard, but like, if there was like the perfect person, it'd be like having like the ultimate best friend. Like, you would have so much fun with that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of sex. Well. All right. Uh, well, well. Do they agree? Yeah, it's tw- yes. 73 to 27 again. Wow. Wasn't that the last one? Yeah. Yeah, no, it literally was. Same exact people. I get it. You say that You say that because you want to seem like a good person. Like, no, no, I could love someone and not have good sex. But there's nothing wrong with never marrying someone and having great sex. There's nothing wrong with that. There's not, but I think it's the fact of, like, it. the relationship doesn't last longer than a week. Like, I couldn't – I, like – Getting to, I'm, I'm not like a one night stand type of person. Yeah. So like having great sex with one person. What are you doing? No, it's just funny to me because. What because, are you doing? Because, uh, no, finish your, finish your thought. I'm not going to take this. Oh yeah. Uh, it's just funny because you would marry the person who has an STD from probably having a lot of sex with a lot of people. But I don't judge you, about that. I know. But, oh. but, but you don't want to do that. I mean, I get I, it. No, no, I'm saying forever though. Like I, what I'm saying is that for, I would not want to live uh, my life having amazing sex with one person, the best sex of my life, but only be able to have sex with them for a week. And then you have to move on and uh, nothing more comes of it. Like that's kind of heartbreaking, especially if it's like the no, other person. A lot comes from it. A lot comes from it. Just good sex. That's it though. I know the, the, God damn near best sex of your life comes it from does, that. Honestly, and it's every single time. But at that point, it's all physical. Like you couldn't even get to know the person. Oh, I yeah. like I like having, a re- even if it wasn't like the person I was going to marry, I like having like relationship type of things with people for mm-hmm. months. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What's, what's okay. the other one? Chris Townsell wants to know, would you rather have fallen in love and had your heart broken or... Would you rather not fall in love ever? Oh. <laughs> oh. All right. All right. Okay. Ready? Ah, oh, man. Wait. No. It's hard because there's, there's an option to be consistent with my logic, but then what I, what I really want. Do what you really want. Stop, stop trying to play this you game. You know what I really want? To be Kay. consistent with my logic. So let's play. Randall. Ready? Do what you want. Do what I your will. Heart says. Okay, fine. Um, one, two, two three, three, one. one. We agree. We agree that what? Best to be in love? <laughs> Would you rather fall in love and you get your heart broken versus never falling in love? I just like feeling things, whether it's happy, sad, love. I'd rather fall in love and get my heart broken and live that and experience it than my whole life wishing, like, oh, I just want to fall in love with someone and never do. This one was closer. What was it? We won. We won? It was 60-40. Yes. 60-40. Wow. We won. Um, so next week, uh, send in some suggestions. We use them and, uh, and we'll discuss new options. Yeah. And we'll do it live just like this so that it goes a little bit quicker. 
hopefully is easier to follow and we get the results faster, which I think is, which is good. Um, so I wanted to bring this up and I kind of didn't, but also I don't want to get DMs and have to do it later. Oh no. We talked about how Coke and Pepsi don't taste the same. And I genuinely Oh wait, think yeah, you have do. to take you have to take a <laughs> shot. Do I have to? Yeah, you said that you would. I know, but like You said that okay. you would. I know. Oh. I was just I just knew when this episode would come out, people would be like, You didn't do it. I would I meant to buy you Pepsi and Coke and do you make you do a blind taste test. Oh, and I if you got it, it wrong, I was gonna make you take a shot with me, but I totally forgot. Um, we can do that next I'm one. doing that next week. It's just gonna be like a three episode like segment yeah, between Coke and Pepsi. Coke and Pepsi. See, but I stand by what I say. It's not that big of a deal. It's, and it here's is. my thing. I, I, sure, whatever. You can taste the difference. But some people are so dramatic about it to where they're like, I refuse to drink one or the other. Yeah. That's idiotic. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Not at all. Yes, it they're is. They're two different flavors. It is a huge difference. Yeah. Now, 7-Up and Sprite, not a big difference. Or Sierra Mist and Sprite, not a big difference. But Coke and Pepsi... Huge difference. Nobody, and I said this before, nobody has ever said I'll take a Jack and Pepsi. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> a little Crystalia for you guys. Oh. oh. What is our topic for today, Susie? What are we talking about? Today, Sebastian wants to know, and he wants us to talk about the best and worst advice you've gotten and stories from it. Yes, yes, and there was there's some other things too about uh, ch- uh oh, getting you advice. As a kid, yeah, advice from parents. We've gotten multiple. Yeah, a lot yeah. of you guys have sent in this suggestion of life advice or things that you thought were right as a child and now you know are not real. Um, and uh, so we thought we'd run with it because yeah. uh, because we both because we know are everything. weird <laughs> and we and we took every advice that anyone gave us and that's how we turned out the way. That we did. Speak for yourself. What? You got no weird advice or weird things as a child that 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 you now don't that believe now in? I nip, oh, that I don't believe in? Yeah, that you know you are not real. To, do you have some? Well, like, uh, we could start simple. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, the tooth fairy. We could just start with that. That's something yeah. that as a child you believe in. Right. But then as you grow up, you know it's not real. Right. Right. Did Did you have the tooth fairy growing up? No. What? I know. No wonder you think Coke and Pepsi taste the same. <laughs> I, my parents did this whole like weird religious thing, which a, uh. lot of, <laughs> which a lot of like religious parents do, I think. But we never believed in anything besides Jesus because they were afraid that like if they were like, oh, Santa's real and like all these like fake things were real that when we found out they weren't real, we'd be like, well, you told us about this guy, Jesus, but we don't see him. He's probably not real either. You know what your so parents just, did, like, do you? they just, didn't, like, tell us. Like, we ne- I never believed in Santa. I never thought Santa was real. Uh, you know what your parents did, do you? They fucked me. Well, oh. no, but you should talk about that to someone else. <laughs> but, uh, no, they um, they made the decision that you would never fall in love, so therefore your heart would never be broken. Instead of oh, falling oh. in love and, and having your heart broken once, yeah. they decided they'll never no. fall in love, so then their hearts will never be broken. Because my parents... They let us believe in Santa Claus mm-hmm. and Peter Pan and the Tooth Fairy. Right. And they did. They went above and beyond. And then they were like, Jesus is also in that. And they just hoped that we would find the distinction. Right, between. Yeah. And Which we like did. is silly. It's like growing up as a kid, once you realize those aren't real when you're like, what, eight? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't probably. Know, probably like eight or ten or if you're weird, 15. 
Um, mm-hmm. But it's like at that point, like if you actually are religious, I, hopefully you're you can like think well enough to like decipher between the two. Yeah, yeah. Categories, right? Which is what your parents said. It makes sense. My parents' whole theory doesn't really make sense to me, but they did a lot of weird things like that. Yeah, they still did weird things. Yeah. I remember when I my parents told me about the tooth fairy, um, they did this money system that was incredible. If you lost your first tooth, you got a dollar. Your second tooth, you got two dollars. Your third tooth, you got three dollars. So like as it went up, you know, you have how many? Twenty six teeth? Something like that? I don't remember. I think there's one for every letter in the alphabet. <laughs> I think I read that somewhere on a Snapple. <laughs> uh, Snapple. It's probably wrong. It's 32. Is it 30? I don't know. It's either 32, 26, or anywhere Kayla, in between. But I, I remember I was like, wait a second. When I was up to like 15 teeth, yeah. I was like, hold on a second. I can make some real money if I just start knocking out my own teeth. Oh, God. And, uh, and I did. Of course you did. I like took I on my thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth teeth. I pulled them all out. I pulled out my teeth too when I was a kid. Did you do it for money though? No. I was a little slut. Little, you were little little slut. You were like, "Give me all your money, mom. Look at all these teeth." You just like come in your mouth because that's the it thing was. too. Like yeah, when you pull out a tooth and it's not ready, there's so much more blood. Mm-hmm. So you were probably like bleeding everywhere. Versus when it's like super loose, you know, kind of just naturally falls yeah. out. Yeah, my parents were. My mom was like, "Okay, no, the, the tooth fairy has other kids she has to give money to." <laughs> <laughs> She's pretty much telling me to spread the wealth. Um, and that was a very liberal thing in a conservative home, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I remember I knocked out like four of my teeth, like maybe one was loose and then I was like yeah. 14 and then I was like, wait a second, I'm good at math. I could do 15, 16. And I made like, you know, 60 something bucks in one night. I was like, I could do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that's actually crazy. Yeah. My and parents gave us money for our teeth, but they just didn't like really pretend like it was the tooth. Now that I think that that's weirder. Just like a transaction of <laughs> yeah, like, we're like, collecting All right, your just so you know, the tooth fairy isn't real, but we know all the other kids are doing this. Yeah. So here's uh, $5. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> weird. That's way weirder. Hi, friends. If you're a content creator, check out Ink House at shopcustommerch.com. Inkhouse allows you to open your own online store to create and sell custom merch like t-shirts, hoodies, hats. They can even do chef knives. So if you want to get into cooking, just like me and Inkhouse beats other merch companies in several ways. They have lower priced products, faster production times and free product samples that get delivered right to your house before you decide if you want to go with that style or not. Sign up for your free store today at shopcustommerch.com. Hey, what up, bros? Are you guys ready for the beach? Because it's summer, and if you're not ready, don't worry, because you could get some Manscaped. They just released their fourth-generation performance package, which has the Lawnmower 4.0. That's right, the 4.0. I used it recently. Guess what? I was with a girl. She went down on me, and she was like, whoa. And I knew that she wasn't talking about it. She was talking about how I preserved it. And that was all thanks to Manscaped. They also uh, include their Weed Whacker Ear, Nose, and Hair Trimmer, uh, their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, their Crop Reviver Toner, and some boxer briefs and a travel bag to keep it all inside. It's great. It's amazing. You can get it all at manscaped.com. And if you use our promo code BTH, you get 20% off and free shipping. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code BTH at manscaped.com. So escape the shrubs and weeds this summer and shine with Manscaped. 
Hey guys, so we've talked about it before that we have a big time sponsor who uh, was supporting this podcast and instead of promoting their own business or their name, they wanted me and Susie to instead promote a charity of our choosing. So this week we decided to go with Mental Health America. As you know, on this podcast, me and Susie talk about our mental illness and that being a big part of our lives. And so we wanted to give a big shout out to this organization. They've got a really cool philosophy called Before Stage 4, which pretty much says that with any other disease like cancer or heart disease, we deal with the disease before stage 4. And for some reason when it comes to mental health, we wait to stage 4 to deal with it. And so they try to stop and prevent uh, that kind of thing from happening before it's a problem. So if you guys would like to donate to Mental Health America, you can go onto their website, mhanational.org. That's mhanational.org, and you can donate right there on their website. Um, this isn't like advice, but it's like something that someone told me of importance mm-hmm. at one point, and I can't stop thinking about it, and it's when you're in a conversation with someone... If you look at their feet, it tells you if they're really interested or not. Oh, I've, I've heard this. So, like, by, like, the direction of, like, where their yeah. feet is facing. Yeah. Yeah. So, if it's, like, facing towards you, mm-hmm. then... Then they're interested. They're talking to you. Well, we're sitting and <laughs> just we're cheated out. Like Actually, we're interested in you guys. Yeah. Um, no, I have heard that. Have you tested that out, though? Now, here's what happens with me. <laughs> I, I think of it the wrong way. Absolutely. I go, I never am like concerned with what other people are thinking of me. Mm-hmm. Or I'm never, well, yeah, yeah, that. So I'm never like, are they interested in what I'm saying? Or I'm never like that. I always go, I'm not interested in what this person is saying. I should look at my feet to see if they can tell too. <laughs> and that's, that's what so I always funny. do. That's so funny. You're like, I need to make sure my feet is facing them. Yeah. So that like, no matter what, they at least think that I'm interested in them. Yeah. Yeah. So like, do you I, actually do that? I actually do that. Cause I'll be like, Ooh, I, uh, or have I'll, you noticed like when you're not interested, your feet aren't facing yeah, them? Yeah. And I'll look down and be like, Oh, I'm not interested in this. Very interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> you, I'm you not like interested in this. You like decipher how you're feeling about the conversation based yeah. off of your like natural placement of your feet. Yeah. I could care less about what, if they're interested in me, I care. I'm like, can they tell that I'm in, that I'm not interested in them? Oh my gosh, that seems like pretty biz- like bizarre too. Because it's like if your feet, like if you're like like face to face with someone standing, your feet are gonna be facing them, mm-hmm. right? Unless you got chicken legs. Unless you're chicken, or you want to leave, you want to get out I of that mean, room. I, okay, I guess so. Like if you're kind of facing one way to yeah. leave. Yeah, you'll start. Or I just think my feet are always facing someone. Is my point. Even in a in a conversation, uh, usually in a group. So like a four, uh, a group of four, a group of three, um, you can tell who's more interested in who. So like if this person's feet are facing <gasps> like they're oh, not wait, facing you, then they're more interested in that other person. I'm gonna do that with my roommates. That's why whenever I go on dates, I always bring two girls and I see which one's more <laughs> interested in me. Yeah. And usually they're both interested in, in each, each other. other. I yeah. knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Comedy. And I'm interested in the waitress. Yes. <laughs> and we all score. <laughs> um, but that's the same thing I heard about uh, shaking hands. Have you heard about the power move of shaking hands? No. Okay. So like when you shake hands with someone, when you do that, you both have this like 
mental communication between each other yeah. over who is more uh, alpha or more powerful than the other person. Is it so if whoever thumbs them? Whoever's palm is on top. So a lot of times, I feel like it's always equal. So that means that a lot of the people that you meet, you both respect each other and you both are like, we're equal. Oh, but but the second someone turns, someone turns, or if you let them turn you, then you're saying I'm, I'm less than you. Oh, and that's why a lot of times when Queens or like people, they put their hand out to say hello. They're saying, I am more important than you. Like little dainty hands. Yeah. 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 No, I, I watched it on a Ted talk while I was taking a shit. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, but, but you know, they do that yeah, type yeah. of stuff. So, cause it's like, I'm above you. Yeah. I'm above you. And a lot of times men will go, yes, you are. You know, it's accepting. Right. Wow. Uh, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So like That's that type of thing. Yeah. Now, when I did theater, um, we always would had you to do greet. it to test like people. No, no, no. I would, oh. I would, again, I think the wrong way I, I go, <laughs> I want to see who thinks that they're better than me after I just put on that performance. <laughs> After I just blew off their socks. And, and what's so funny is, so like we had to greet people as they were walking out, or I like to, because I like to thank people for coming and watching me perform. And <laughs> I'll shake their hands, and like an old man will like tilt his hand over me. Actually, and yeah, older people do older do Older people do it, yeah. Yeah. And, a lot, and, and they'll go, great show, and I'll go, interesting, very interesting. <laughs> And they'll go, what? And I'll go, just keep moving along. Interesting. (laughs) Interesting. And then if and then if if I shake their hand and they and they turn me to be on top, I go, get out of here. Go get (laughs) because I'm more important than them. So they gotta No, that's when you should just like be like, thank you. Oh no, no, only people who are equal. Yeah. If you think you're less than me, there's no hope for you. I I wonder if that was like actually never a thing in like the way people used to shake hands. Hmm was just like naturally like to to be one or the other and then people started like psychoanalyzing that and then now it's like become more like adaptive over time to just do it equal do you know what maybe, i mean maybe because it is weirder that the older generation and i highly doubt everyone knows that so it just might be like their time when they would shake hands frequently well, 40 they still years think ago they still see it happen in like classes so like if if a mcdonald's worker is shaking hands with someone who's wearing a suit it will naturally let them really? do that. Yeah, yeah. Like they've done like studies like that, and they think it's like actually our animalistic instincts, because like that's how like animals work too. Is like someone always shows who's alpha in the room through either like prancing in or showing off their feathers, or so we do it because we have all these other social constructs and stuff. We oh, do that's it so through that. Yeah. But then during the pandemic, there was no shaking hands, yeah, so everyone what? was equal. Finally, <laughs> finally, finally, America fixed all the problems. <laughs> yeah, so. that's that's so interesting. Wow, isn't that weird? And yeah. that's like why you shouldn't tell me these things because I will overthink it. I will. O- I'll do that at job interviews. Mm-hmm. I'll walk in, and and as soon as I walk in and I shake hands with the guy who's interviewing me, I immediately turn my hand and go, "This place is mine. You're my." employee you don't do that i don't but you know what i do do at at job interviews what uh usually they will ask where do you see yourself in like five years or whatever Mm -hmm. or 10 years and i go in that seat letting you go (laughs) and i legit do that in every job you say that 
Yeah, because they always laugh. They think it's funny. Yeah. And we use our and we use our humor to to charm people. And if they don't think it's funny, I shouldn't be working there. That's true, because you would be making jokes. Like, yeah, but I just love it because I go, five years already see yourself, and I go, your seat, letting you go. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what? Um, I'm trying to think of some advice my dad always told me. I was a very like. I would get, when I was growing up, I would get angry at people a lot mm, for doing problems. certain things. Yeah. No, not even anger problems, but I'm like, why would they do that? And he would always tell me, like, you can only control, like, your, you know, you can only control you and your feelings and what you do, mm-hmm. but you can, like, you can't control other people, but you can, like, control your reactions to it. Yeah. And that, like, helped me a lot, like, in school and stuff. And I think that that is just, like, some good advice in general because I'm, like, a very, like, now I'm a very easygoing person. Yeah. Genuinely don't care about a lot of things and yeah. what other people can do. So it backfired. Just my reaction. So to it just backfired. How did that backfire? I feel like I'm, I'm not, a more. Because you're a pushover. I am a pushover. <laughs> I am. I'll that was the most pushover thing. I was like, you're a pushover. <laughs> yeah, I am a pushover. I am a pushover. I'm and easily, I'm sorry. But my friends know that and they wouldn't They wouldn't do right. it in like a hurtful way. Right, right, right. right. You know? Just in a way to, to benefit us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to us. If, but I, yeah, I could easily get into a bad type of relationship with that, but I haven't yet. So That's true. That's good. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, you can't control what's going to happen to you. Yeah. You can only control what, how you're going to react to it. Literally, yeah. Which yeah. I think is good. Good advice. Um, one of the advice that I got that I think actually is, is really beautiful, and, I, and I've told you it before, but I just want to give a shout-out to my Grammy. Um, she gave this advice to me when I was like eight years old, which was very inappropriate, but she <laughs> told me, she said, uh, my little Randall, my little Randy man, um, in life we have our first loves and we have our true loves, mm-hmm. and if we're lucky, it's both Aww. in one person. But most of us aren't that lucky. Yeah. And so you can't get them confused. You have you, to move on. Oh, I love her. And and I and at that moment I thought my Grammy was breaking up with me. <laughs> but but no, uh, uh that's great advice. It it really is. And I actually like looking back, it's one of those like advice where it's like I wish I had heard that when I first fell in love, right? Which is kind of late in life. Like I would say the the first moment where I genuinely loved someone and thought like I could be with them forever was when I was like 20. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, some people could be like, oh, my first love was when I was like 14. And, right. you know, but like genuinely, like my first love was when I was like 20. Yeah. And that's advice I wish I would have heard before yeah that and looking back it's like that is so true and i want to tell everyone that and maybe the people in the moment like won't listen to you or whatever but i feel like that is like really good advice it's easy to confuse those and your feelings of the first time really being in love confusing that with you know yeah yeah. what really is the best for you right yeah yeah it's just your first time falling in love yeah and we all have to yeah let that go and um i get a little bit jealous of people who fell in love when they're like 14 or 13 I think that is when you first should fall in love because you're already dramatic. The world is already <laughs> ending every other day. Yeah. And and that's just the time to experience love and then heartbreak and then, you know, and then I it's Wednesday and you got homework due. <laughs> and and like that's good. What? No good. You don't you don't like that? No. You, I'm sorry. I keep trying to interrupt you. But but, but I just when you're like 20 cuz I was older too. I was 18 when I first fell in love and it's like, well, now I care too much and and I've never felt these emotions. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm giving way more meaning to them maybe than I would have if I 
was younger. Right. But what I'm thinking is like, okay, sure. There was like people that, that like I thought I loved and I said, I love you too in like high school. So before I was 20, but now looking at my life now and me being like, I was in love. Like this was like someone I loved. I would say I was like 20, like Mm -hmm. the guy I dated for like a long time. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, But when you're 14, like I just don't believe those stories of kids when they're like, oh, I'm married now and I've been dating them since middle school. It's like you change so much. Like even high school Susie or middle school Susie is I'm like way different. Like I could not be with the same person unless we changed exactly in the same like path. Well, that does happen. I don't know. It just seems like so like one in like a billion that I just don't think it does. Yeah, yeah. You grow Everything with about me is different. Like everything, my beliefs, like, you know, everything. So it's yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, I, it's, it's interesting. I, I, cause I get mad, I get mad that I didn't experience, that I experienced everything later because I thought that I had to. I remember when I was 21 years old and I was talking to this, these, these group of girls that I used to hang out with in high school and they both told me that they'd never done certain drugs and they've never done certain things being vague as shit right now for legal reasons. And, <laughs> and, uh, and I remember like sitting there going, dude, when I was in high school, I thought you guys did those things. Right. And so when I got out of high school, I did all those things <laughs> for that okay. only for that sole reason. Because you thought they had done it. Yeah. And so now I'm all mad that like, that I thought that or that I, I thought I needed that. Right. That, yeah. To experience those life things. And I think a lot of people deal with that, especially like if we have some listeners in high school. I remember thinking that in high school too. Like I was not a high school partier. I wasn't sexually active. Like I wasn't doing any of those things. And I had assumed that like my peers were. Mm-hmm. And then that's like what made you an adult or to experience life or opened up this whole nother thing, which isn't true. It's not, but... Yeah, and, and, you, and that's the thing with high school too is you always think everyone else is doing all these other things and really no one is that's true too <laughs> yeah that is, uh, it is it is fascinating that being said though I do want to try everything once because my father said to me you should try everything once so if anyone has any heroin uh, DM me I have heroin DM me listen to instructions <laughs> Jesus I think we, uh, we should get to our next segment. Ooh, we got another segment. Yes, we did this last week, uh, and it seemed to go very well. Um, it's called Drunk Stories, where you guys DM us your voice memos of drunk stories that you have uh, encountered, and uh, we're going to play it on this podcast live, first reactions, and then we're going to discuss what you did. Um <laughs> So, yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm ready so th- for this. So, this person wants to stay anonymous, but we're going to listen to her drunk story. Hi, Susie and Randall. Here is my embarrassing drunk story. So, one night, we are out drinking and dancing and having fun, and it's the end of the night, and we are realizing that we need to eat. So, we go through the drive-thru, and as we're sitting in the drive-thru, I realize, I, I gotta go pee. So, try to go inside. They're closed. And I have to do what any normal person would do, which is find a lovely bush. So as I'm going pee, I find it over by the dumpster area, a good spot. And as I'm peeing, I lose my balance and smack my head into the electricity box that was right in front of me and immediately had this giant bump on my head. So as I'm making my way back, I realized 
I had to explain to the group of people what happened to my face. And luckily, I did not get any pee on myself, but that was a really fun story to share. And in the process, had to think of a new story to tell people because there is no way that I am admitting to everyone that I had gotten that from peeing in a bush. The end. (laughs) (laughs) What a cute story. I want to know what, like, she made up to tell people how she got that bump on her head (laughs) from not peeing in a bush. I feel like my mom told me that same story, like, to make me fall asleep. <laughs> that was such a nice story. I like the ending where she was like, and the, the end. end. Everything about that story was so nice. You know what is even sadder? She's like, luckily I didn't pee on myself. I've peed on a bush, peed in a bush before, completely sober on a first date, and peed all over myself. Mm. <laughs> and I wasn't even drunk. I mean, then again, I didn't get, like, hit over the head. Uh, why? Why? Just why? <laughs> it was, like, this Tinder date. The first day we went on, we went hiking. And I was like, oh, let's eat. Uh, <laughs> there was no bathrooms around. It was during COVID. And I was like, I really have to pee. And he's like, just go pee in a bush. And apparently, I, I don't... I don't know how to do that, okay, apparently. And I got pee literally all over me. I was so embarrassed. And he, <laughs> he was like, he's like, it's okay, it's okay. And I had physically, like, you could see the pee. And I just the entire time I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, this isn't normal, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I know you can smell it. And he's like, no, no, it's seriously okay. And we, like, finished the date. He was like, do you want to come back to my place? And I was like, no, I want to go home. <laughs> so, okay, several things about this. The, uh, the obvious thing is he's into pee stuff. That's the obvious thing. Because it's hot, hot. You're outside. Piss, when it's hot, smells horrible. It was literally so And if so you could bad. smell it, he could smell it. And then he goes, you want to come back to my place? Maybe. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? And then I said finish? to him, I was like, can you smell it? And he's like, no, no, not at yeah. all. He drops me off. I literally, when I took off my clothes, I realized how much pee there was. And oh I texted God. him that because I was like, I didn't know what to do. And I felt really, he didn't text me. So I was like, I had so much pee on me. And he goes, TMI, period. Uh, and then I was like, this is going to go much? well. Okay. Also, uh, there are several things wrong with this. <laughs> there are several things wrong with this story. Tinder date was like kind of weird. Never go on a hike on the first date. Why? That's kind of wholesome. No, it's not. It's creepy and weird. <laughs> I want to get you to where no one else can see us together in the middle of oh, nowhere no, where your right. screams will be inaudible. Oh, shit. And then I also, need to ask you before I go on Tinder dates because I thought that was cute. cute oh, idea. no, no, no. Also, hikes in general, it's exercise. Who's like, I know how I'll get to know this person if I'm constantly walking away from her. <laughs> like, that is just, it's like, stop. Just, like, you might as well just invite her over to watch you cut yourself. Like, <laughs> it's just torturous. And then on top of that, like, when you said I have to pee, and he was just like, go in a bush. Like, who, who is this guy? <laughs> What else? What would you do though? We were up in Mount Lemon, which you know what that is. And if you don't, it's like a 45 minute drive. Yeah, it's a place. It's a place. And you have to drive there. So yeah. even if we were to get in his car and drive, yeah. it would be like over an hour. I mean, it should have been pretty obvious to you. You had to pee in a bush. Right. So you shouldn't have said it out loud. First off, that's on you. But also you had to pee. I had to pee. Right. Now, here's the other thing. Um, I shouldn't have texted him that I was. No, no, you should have. Because that's also on him. For inviting you to a hike and then not killing you. Um, <laughs> yeah, 
that's his fault. Maybe that's how you got him away. Like, like he maybe wanted to kill you, and then you pissed yourself, and he was like, ew. He's like, gosh, dang it. Oh, that's gross. I don't like this. It, it's like, if I would have pissed myself, uh-huh. immediately, I, I wouldn't even talk to the girl. I would just start walking home. <laughs> I would just start walking home. I told this story, actually, on a TikTok. Yeah. One of the first TikToks I made. Yeah. And everybody said that they would piss themselves for me. I, I, they said he should have sat that's there. Weird. <laughs> that's weird. so said, weird. They said he should have sat there and also peed himself, which I, is really no, funny. No, that would have been so weird. <laughs> if, if you piss yourself, and you're like, oopsies, I pissed myself. And then he goes, oopsies, me too. <laughs> well, what weird. are we going to do about it? <laughs> Did that, like, what? where do you go from there? Yeah, that's true. That is weird. That is weird. As soon as you piss yourself, you're never talking to that person again. You just got to, you got to know when you're losing. You got to know when to fold them. Right. You got no one to hold them, no one to fold them. And then in that instance, you just, you, you, you grab take your, your folder, suitcase. You grab yeah, your folder. You fold and you it. Fold, yeah. You say we're leaving. And you, we're no, you don't even about. say we're leaving. You just go, bye-bye. And then, <laughs> and then you walk home and he goes, I drove us here. And you go, no, I, I walked here. My, no, yeah. because that's like, a, I just had to embrace it in that moment. Yeah. That's what I did. <laughs> have you here's the question back to the drunk story though because yeah. we just went on this like entire tangent yeah. that is a very so i've only peed in a bush a few times and they've all been while i was sober and camping i've only peed myself in front of a cute guy that was a random date once um but have you ever peed yourself or like not peed yourself but have you ever gone pee in a public place while drunk because that is a really common thing and i had friends like we'd go out and they'd be like oh i have to pee and they would just like pull down their pants and start peeing and i'm like mm, yeah. bro well, uh, yeah, I, I think that's that's a girl thing. Uh, girls can't control their bladders when they get drunk. They they just start laughing and falling down and then pissing themselves, just like toddlers. Like oh my god! Like men don't do that. Men 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 piss a lot, but they can control it. But There's you so have many a longer, stories. You have a, like a longer sphincter. Like it's easier for you. A guys sphincter to... that's in the anus, isn't it? A what? A sphincter is in the anus. You have sphincters everywhere. Do I really? <laughs> Can I sell them? Yeah, you have multiple. How many sphincters it's do I like have? It's like a thing to like hold it in. Yeah, you got an anal, external one, wow. internal one. You learn something new every day. But your guys' is longer. That's why it's like harder for you to get Mine's a UTI. Mine's really longer. Um, but, okay, so you're, then you're I'm right. You're, you're, no, maybe you're, you're right You're proving me right with science. So now I'm getting confused. Yeah, maybe you're yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I Either have, way, your, your urethra is longer, so. Right. Anyways, right. continue with your story. So you're, you're proving my point right, is girls can't control it as well as guys because we have longer ones. Yeah, but don't say they're like toddlers flopping around on the ground and well, peeing. But That's no, rude. No, 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 no. Not, not the peeing part, but also it, girls do. There's a lot more stories of girls laughing or, or falling down uh, than, than men. That just It doesn't happen as often. I'm not saying it never happens. But for women, it, for some reason in their mid-20s, they just start peeing everywhere and, <laughs> and falling down and slipping. And it's just like, where was it wet? Slipping. Yeah, and, and injuring themselves. And it, th- those stories, there's a lot more girls' stories like that. Right. I'm just saying I can relate to this girl on a drunk level right. and a sober level. Well, yeah. And you obviously can't. I can't. I will say there there are several problems with 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 uh, her sweet story as well. Um, <laughs> the fact that she said don't I don't rip her apart. She just like sat here and told us her drunk story. That's the whole point. They want me to rip them apart. No, they don't. I just they've got multiple sphincters. They can handle. I relate it. to you. I I think that <laughs> that she 
she called it a lovely bush, which anything that I, yeah, she said, and then I found a lovely bush. Oh, I love her. Wait, I love her. No, 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 no. If I see a lovely anything, I don't think I should pee on it or behind it. I want to respect the thing. You don't say lovely. And then my my grandmother's lovely. I would never pee on her or behind (laughs) her. Exactly. Don't change that adjective to just like. I didn't change the adjective. I changed the noun. You're like associating it to your grandma. I'm not. It's just also weird to hear lovely bush come out of a woman's (laughs) mouth. <laughs> uh, I mean, she she chose that word on purpose. Peeing like in public or in a bush randomly when you're drunk is slightly just like an embarrassing story. I think a lot of people do it, so in that way it's normalized. But then also falling over and hitting your head is kind of sad, and that is embarrassing. It is it is sad. It is embarrassing, and she should change the story because she did kind of say it at the end. She was like, "But I didn't piss myself," and so she should have came out from that lovely bush and just like started prancing and people would have been like, what's wrong? And she's like, I hit my head. And they're like, well, that makes sense. You're prancing now. But (laughs) then also she's just like, I hit my head and I didn't piss myself. Like that is incredible to fall forward while peeing and somehow not pee. Right. She has good control. Bladder control on point, baby. (laughs) That's a wonderful. Yeah. I, I, you should really be bragging about the not pissing stuff, not being embarrassed she that you did. hit your she head. She did, she did brag about it. But she was like, I'm embarrassed that I hit my head. It's like, no, no, no. You you won Yeah, that she one. should actually not change that story. Yeah, just Tell change your attitude. Tell it how it happened. Yeah. Yeah. And just be like, but listen, that is how good my bladder, like that. Yeah. I do my Kegel yeah. exercises. I didn't pee myself. Yeah. Anyways, if you made it this far. <laughs> Guess what? What? I love you. Oh Seriously, my God. I I actually do. Like, if they listened to this entire podcast episode, I really, 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 really love you. She does, and it, I do. It really means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. I love you too, um, guys. Keep sending us those drunk stories. Uh, DM them to us, and 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 if you don't want us to say your name, make sure that you tell us. Right. We we won't say your name. If you want to do like, make sure to send it in a voice memo, mm-hmm. and you can always be like. Hey, Randall and Susie, this is Susie, and here's my drunk story. Yeah. Or whatever, you can say your name. Um, but yeah, keep sending us drunk stories. Keep sending us would-you-rather questions, topic suggestions, yeah. drink suggestions. Eventually, we'll just record you guys, and you guys will do this podcast. <laughs> At this rate, yeah. Yeah, uh, we do want to give a big shout-out to all of our sponsors out there. Uh, we got a couple new ones. Ooh. Uh, we got a couple new ones, so I'm going to name off some of our sponsors, and when I see a new one... I'm going to call you out. So thank you very much to Tyler McCormick. He's new. We got Corey mm-hmm. Fawcett, uh, Jake from State Farm, Kenny Penny, new, love the name, Nicholas Young, uh, Matt Baxter, Dustin Brower, Patrick Unson, Daniel S. Oliver is a new guy. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Gavin Stone, also new. Welcome. Kenny McCarthy. Hello, friend. <laughs> uh, Julio Gutierrez, Parker Hudson, Derek Ude, Leo Gasca, Kenny G, Cole Ewing, Weeza, Marvin Renosa, Daniel Still, Chris Townsell is new, and he gave a suggestion. Yeah, he did. He did the Would yeah, You Rather. Would You Rather, too. Uh, so thank you. And uh, Chris Van de Bunt, Nick Boyson, Tom Voice, and Dylan Poe. Thank you guys so much for supporting this podcast. You guys are amazing. Literally, it helps us so much. We were just talking about how much support we feel like we have and just like this family we've developed, and it means so much to us. So thank you. Thank you, guys. We love you. We love you. And come back next week for a brand new episode. Send in those topic suggestions of whatever you want us to talk about. Yeah, And we'll we see you it. next week with a brand new episode. Bye-bye, Sons and Four. Bye-bye, Sons and Four. Bye-bye, Sons and Four.